Good afternoon, awesome NFL fans. Good to see you again. It's been a while. I was on a show whoa, just a couple hours ago, managed to write an NBA article in between. Got a lot of chaos going on across the board in pretty much all sports. We were just talking about it behind the scenes. The NHL scrapped games. We all know that the NFL's moved some around for the weekend. We're here to talk through some NFL stuff for prize picks and make some uh, wise decisions. And to guide us through all of that, fortunately, we've got our old pal Emac here. We switched hats a little bit today, Emac, with me hosting and you in the analysis chair. And I think it'll be a fun way to attack the show. And then uh, you and I will be back later on to switch that up and uh, go after the showdown slate. But uh, how you doing, buddy? How's your how's your day going so far? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, uh, Aton had a little uh, technical difficulties there. We were all <laughs> poised and ready to go. Everyone was in the green room, and then his internet crapped out. So thank you for the, you guys tuning back into us here. Normally we'll go back to our, our usual time, but that's what happened there. And we we you know we tell Price Picks we're going to do at least a twenty five minute show, and we ran out of time. So that's why we're we're coming in here. Want to remind all you guys that you can get a uh, hundred dollars by using the promo code. Awesome when you sign up at Prize Picks with your first deposit. That will also trigger an event that will get you 30 free days of Awesome premium content if you are a new user over there at Prize Picks. We've got a lot of fun here today, Terry. You were you were saying you did uh you've already done a show. I've already done a show. I've done a football and a basketball article already. I got another one to go. We're doing a show again tonight. This is uh, wearing the wearing many hats on uh, this uh, jumbled up uh, professional sports weekend here, heading into the holidays. Yeah, a little bit. At some point this weekend, I have to find time to go see Spider-Man. I was going to do it on Thursday night at like one o'clock in the morning. And I just ended up just eh, a little tired, didn't feel like going. I was going to go last night at 145 in the morning. And when I hit midnight, apparently after Fen after midnight on Fandango, you can't buy that same night, like next morning slash night kind of tickets anymore. Couldn't go to that one. So now we're stuck. It's Saturday. I got to update my football article. I usually crunch like 50,000 lineups overnight. I got to find time to go see Spidey. So I don't know, but we'll figure it out. I'm happy to be here with you going through all this stuff for, uh, for our great sponsor prize picks, like you mentioned there and guys, make sure that you hit the like and the subscribe button down here somewhere. Give us a uh, little love, make sure that you're getting all the notifications and all of that good stuff. If you hit the site, we've got some free content up today. Week 15 NFL top stacks, NBA ownership rankings, NHL top stacks and UFC pro plays. So quite a, of good stuff up on the site since we're a short show i'm going to take care of a little bit more business real quick emac bowl season promo you guys have probably heard it on a few shows right now we've got college dfs projections mac Ajeski and the team cranking those out every single weekend all through the college football season and now we're focused on the bowl game so for 25 bucks you can get all of our bowl game coverage that's 50 percent off the normal price you use the promo code bowl season b-o-w-l season all one word all caps gets you 25 dollar access to all of our college football projections through all of bowl season that offers valid through this coming Wednesday, the 22nd. So make sure you guys take advantage of that. Once again, brought to you by prize picks. We'll get into a little bit of the focused plug, but we're going to be talking about prize picks picks all throughout this show. So why don't we kind of dive right in Emac? We went through, uh, picked out a couple of the good ones that we like off the board here and just starting off from the passing yard section, we've got Kyler Murray going up against a pretty bad Detroit uh, team, Detroit lions team. It's a 246 and a half line on prize picks. That is significantly lower than we're seeing at most books. What are you liking about this one? Is that one that you're targeting for prize picks here? 
Yeah, so uh, there's a couple interesting ones here with Kyler Murray. The only rule we really have on prize picks is you can only use one player once per card. So you're going to have to pick your favorite one. You can always create another card. Of course, we do questions here, three, four, three, four, or five. You can do the flex play, which uh, allows you to get a, if you don't get all three, four, or five, you get a little something back. Uh, and if you do the uh, balls out version, if you do three, you get five uh, X. And if you do five, you get 10 X on uh, if you get them all right so kyler murray uh price picks number is 246 and a half passing yards now most books have him between 255 and 260 now it's an important thing to remember here because uh at price picks they don't have the the, the vigorous right you don't have to pay minus 120 to win 100 and, but you also don't get you know 100 to win 120 it's just what it is what it is 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 what it is and it's binary right and that's why we're building a little prop card here so we worry more about the success and the hit rate of this. So most books uh, are already giving us a little tick uh, above. Osmo has a 287 uh, passing yard total here this week for Kyler Murray. Now, Murray missed a few games, uh, came back in that game in Chicago, did a little bit of running. I think he only threw like 13 or 15 passes. But in his last game, he, he looked, uh, looked pretty solid. Uh, I believe even without uh, DeAndre Hopkins, um, uh, for the, the rest of the season here. He's still going to be a solid option. He hasn't really been playing favorites. So Osmo with that 287 uh, projected yardage total, that gives a 72% chance of success for Murray to, to reach that uh, 246 and a half number. So this is going to be one of my favorite bets today. The other one that involves um, uh, Kyler Murray is completions. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky because you, you look at completions, and you're like, all right, 22 is the number for that. And Osmo has them projected for 26.3. You're like, oh boy, this is a gimme, right? This is a slam dunk. Not so fast, my friends. Did you know that only once in the last six games has Kyler Murray completed 22 or more passes? He's hit the number 22. I think he's hit 22 twice, so I should have said more than 22. So that's a good number there, but Osmo is coming in at, at 26.3. That's an 82% success rate. I would like to use one of these two uh, choices to anchor my, my player cards for Sunday, but I, I wanted to bring up both of those because you can only use Kyler Murray once per card. Between the two, if you were picking, you know, gun to your head kind of fashion, if you were picking one of these for the top spot on your card, is it, is it going to be the yards one? I think I'm going to go with the yardage. It's a little more helpful. All you need is someone to break away. Uh, 22 completions is a lot, especially against a not uh, so great team. I, I mean, yeah. likely we'll get there, but it just feels too close. And what if they get up for whatever reason, they get up really quick. Now you're hoping for some reason they need to, to start throwing the ball again. Now we saw that the other, uh, it was one of the primetime games, the last one Pittsburgh was on, where everybody thought, oh, Ben Waffelsberger is going to have to throw the ball a bunch. He didn't get there until I think the very last drive of the game. And then he had like four completions on the, the last drive of the game. And we were only looking for him to get like 21 or something like that. So mm -hmm. These can be fickle. Game script can really screw things up. And Arizona is not exactly a team that is, is going to just play that short passing game to move the ball. They will rely on the run. And they, of course, got James Conner. Um, uh, 
I haven't seen if uh, Edmonds is going to be back this week or not, but you know, he's around. Uh, they've got, uh, oh, I'm blanking on their rookie's name. So they've got options plus Murray himself uh, actually does some running. So I, I would lean towards the yardage one, but those two do stand out. And we try to look for anything that's going to have a 70% or better uh, hit rate. That means it's still going to fail about one out of three times, but it's far better than a 50, 50. Yeah, and that's also part of what's fun if you're if you're into uh, player props and if you're into uh, picking you know bets like this instead of making a five way parlay that if one leg loses you drop the whole thing on Prize Picks you can still win if you drop one of these picks right so if that does go pop you're not completely shot in the foot the last thing I'll throw into the mix and it's partly probably because of that risk of them getting up big and then just running out the game in the second half but our game script adjusted passing percentage is down to just fifty two point three percent on the uh on the arizona side of things so one of the lighter numbers uh for them and one of the lighter numbers on the board this week so maybe yeah that does concern me in the uh in the completions one a little bit more than the yardage one another yardage one that's popping up a guy that we've looked to a little bit for dfs purposes uh recently uh just given the uh the passing volume to a tag against the new york jets another quarterback where we're just kind of attacking one of the worst defenses in the league a 240 and a half line on prize picks again, coming in well under most of the books. Is that one that we're targeting here as well? Uh, yes. So when we look at this one now, uh, the two attack below, now we're, it's another situation where you have a decent team going against a horrible team uh, in the Jets. So most uh, books have two attack below in the 250 to 255 passing yard range. Price picks has them at 240. Osimo, on the other hand, has them at 270. So this is a big number. Again, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get 270. These are median projected outcomes, but that's that's a full 10, 10%, 12% higher than, than what we're looking for. That's a nice little cushion. Uh, the other thing is, even if you were looking at it with just looking at, at the 255 that you can get on some of the site, the props uh, on the regular sportsbook sites, of course, now you got to factor in, in, in the, the juice one way or the other. But even on those, you're still coming up with uh, about a 17% win rate, just difference between what they're doing and what Price Picks is doing. So put into that the, the other part of the upside that we're looking good. Now, we don't have Jalen Waddle. He's in the uh, health and safety protocol, but Devontae Parker is back. So there are options here. I'm, I'm not as worried about them. Not, I mean, it'd be nice if they had Jalen Waddle, but they've still got, you know, Gesicki, they've got Gaskin. There's plenty of short, short uh, targets there for uh, Tua Tagovailoa. So I like the 240. I, I think he'll get, I think he'll approach the, the 270, 280 range. I don't know that he'll get 300, but I think we'll see a solid day from him. Yeah, and this is one where the game script adjusting passing in just to put a comparison point on what I was saying before about Kyler Murray all the way down at 52.3. We look at Tua and despite the fact that they'll most likely be leading the Jets by a pretty significant margin fairly quickly in this game, 58.4% in favor of the passing game here, 41.6%. They're just more of a pass focused attack here and they do have options like you were saying. So yeah, we do lose Jalen Waddle, which kind of sucks, but Gazicki saw 11 targets the last time out. Parker got five. I expect that's where most of Waddle's 11 will end up. But Albert Wilson even saw eight targets the last time around. So they don't mind spreading the ball around already. Um, and Gaskin, you know, is is not one of the premier running backs in the league. So there's all good reasons to to focus into the passing game here. So I like that. I think that's a good call here. Would that be like your second uh, favorite one? Or are there other ones if, as we're going to transition over to the rushing game uh, in this next one? Like, for example, do you like this next rushing, uh, rushing yard is one that we're looking at with Jeff Wilson going up against Atlanta 
at a 55 and a half line. Um, that one seems pretty aggressively low to me. Yeah. So uh, amongst these here, I've got, I think I did eight or nine total on, on of my choices. They're going to be kind of my core plays. I'm going to start to look at it, get in there a little more. But as those of you that have watched me over the last uh, several weeks, you know, I'm not going to put anything out there that shouldn't already be on our short list. So these these are all uh, worth, worthy of consideration. Um, the Tagovailoa one is, is one I feel pretty good about, probably more so than the Jeff Wilson one. Now let's talk a little bit about that. So you've got uh, the 49ers hosting Atlanta. Eli Mitchell is out. However, Jeff and Jeff Wilson is only looking at uh, 55 and a half yards. That guy's forever getting hurt. Hey, all 49ers running backs for the last three years have just seemingly been getting hurt. Now they've moved Debo Samuel into the, he is going to be the second running back. They've already, coach has already said that. And over the last four games, this is most recent going uh, reverse chronological, five carries for 36 and a touchdown, eight for 79 and a touchdown. This, this is Debo. Six for 66 and two touchdowns, eight for 37 and a touchdown. You've got Debo lurking there. So the one nice thing is we're, we're kind of sliding in about 120 rushing yards here for, uh, for the uh, 49ers. So it still feels pretty good about Wilson, but you need to understand he's probably looking at maybe a half the backfield workload. Some's going to go to Debo. They may put Debo in there and do some short passing, uh, or they may also... Uh, give a couple of ceremonial handoffs to Kyle Juszczyk or whomever else they're, you know, signing off the couch, which is something it seems that the 49ers are pretty good at doing when it comes to running backs here. But uh, the Jeff Wilson one, I think is interesting because Osmo has him at 70.8%. Now I want to see again, when we rerun our projections, I want to go make sure, and I've, I've looked at them and the, what, where we're counting Debo for his yardage and Debo for his rushing, we're accounting for that. I just want to see one last run of everything coming in, game script, where the point spread is, where everything is, just to make sure that we really are going 70 or a little bit higher there for uh, Jeff Wilson. I've looked at a few other sites. They're closer to uh, in the upper 50s, lower 60s for Wilson. Now, the one thing I will say about the Osmo projections here is the Osmo projections are our projections. While they keep an eye on, on what's going on with the rest of the industry, they're not going to renormalize their data to, to look and, and bounce theirs off everybody else's. That's the whole point of coming to Osmo is you're getting the stuff coming out of our model. Yes, if something's wildly out of whack, they will look at it. But if they still have sound reasoning for, like if we use basketball, sound reasoning for what they're using for the rotation, the usage, the assist percentage, all that, you know, play of pace, where, you know, who's going to be going against the second unit, all that fun stuff that bakes into it, we're not going to change our projections. You can see a lot of other sites kind of uh, go to a few of, towards uh, a few of the bell other ones. We're not going to, which is why sometimes it'll feel like our projections may run a little higher or a little lower, right? Because when you do projections, you account for all the yardage and or all the points or all the everything in a game. So it's self-contained and capped, but where we're putting it on the different players, that's what we think. And that's what's made Alex and Steve Buzzard and Sean's on and countless people behind the scenes, 1-800-EDDY that do a phenomenal job with our projections. That's what makes them, you know, get all those six-figure wins. That's what we're getting with Osmo. So sometimes you'll be like, oh, yours is way different than somebody else's. Good. 
That's what we want. Yeah, exactly. Because if it's way low, then we don't want the guy. If it's high, then we want to look at the guy, right? Yep, absolutely. And we also don't necessarily want to just be following the crowd with a lot of these things that we're doing. We all know that. So yeah, that's a, that's a very good call by you there. And I'll give you one better on the DFS side, and it relates to uh, prize picks and analyzing player props. We're also helping you understand how to use these tools and understand what the percentages mean, what the rates mean, and the different things that we're providing. Not necessarily saying like you need to know these specific stats and that's what makes this up. A lot of people ask the question that way. It's more about we're taking care of that part for you. Understand what our numbers mean. Understand what the projections mean, how they relate to one another, how they relate to cost and uh, positioning and all of that. So uh, with that said, let me jump back over to the board here real quick. Yes. And we'll take care of a little bit of business here for our great sponsor, Prize Picks. We've been talking about it. We're showing it on the screen. We're building our daily prop-based contest entry here right now. But you guys, you got to understand, when you go to this site, there's no sharks. There aren't optimizers. There aren't mass entries. You're not competing against Alex. You're not competing against Steve or Sean or any of these sharks. You build your five-player card. It can net you up to 10 times your entry fee. You use your knowledge of multiple sports. You can do cross-sport entries. So if there's something you really like on hockey, if there are any hockey games playing at all this week, I know they're moving a bunch around. But if you like something in hockey, you like something in basketball, and you like something with this NFL slate, you can put that together on one card. So it's not just focused into this one spot. You can use your knowledge across the board. Download it in the App Store, Google Play, or go play on prizepicks.com directly. Use our free player props that we're talking through. They're on Odd Shopper. They're also on our NFL betting players tab just it's a great resource we're telling you which picks to make that's what we're using to make these things use the promo code awesomeo all caps hundred dollar match deposit on your match bonus on your first deposit and like emac was saying before that'll qualify you to get a free month of awesomeo plus platinum when you sign up you make your first deposit you'll get an email from us most of the time assuming that all the qualifications go through correctly it takes about 24 to 48 hours to process if you don't get that email after two days after you sign up send us an email at support at awesomeo.com we'll get you set up with the promo code none of this happens automatically you will have to set up your account with our promo code so if you don't get that don't expect that you've got access that's the key step that we leave out of these reads. Moving on from that, Emac, and I can say that with love from the customer support desk. Moving on with that, a guy you were just talking about in that same San Francisco offense, and since he's going to be getting some attention out of the running back position, what do we think about Debo Samuel in terms of his receiving yards prop at 41 and a half on the prize pick board? So this is where I was sort of doing that double check because we'd have Debo Samuel just for our price picks as him at 41 and a half yards. So we're thinking, oh my God, he's easily going to get double that. Well, as I mentioned, he's going to spend a fair amount of time in the backfield. Osmo is projecting him for 69.9 yards. We are looking at, I thought, I thought when I was looking at it, I bet it's going to be six to eight targets seems reasonable. Osmo is projecting him at seven. However, over his last, uh, I believe it's the last, three games Debo has seven total targets so again this is kind of I don't want to play Debo in DFS we're burning a receiver spot we're spending too much money it's not worth it we're not going to get to double digit targets I want to look at him on price picks but now you've got to recalibrate his role has changed I'm going to keep hammering this because if you're not looking at it you're going to think oh my god this is a great deal here for his his uh, passing yards I still think it's reasonable that he gets the over on that, but I wanted to temper expectations because while we've seen some slugfest type games, and even though Osmo is still giving him seven targets, even if he, if he got seven targets and say three of them were him out of the backfield, he should get over 50 yards, Terry. It's not the yards I'm worried about. It's the targets. Is he going to get them? 
that's one where I'm sort of at the question mark. Now I would prefer to do, I only want one running back here. I either I'm going to hitch my wagon over to Debo or I'm going to look at the, the Jeff Wilson, but enough wonkiness can happen. And who knows what's going to happen with coach Kyle Shanahan there and what tricks he has up his sleeve or what else he's going to do. I don't want too many eggs in the San Francisco basket, but I wanted to look at this from all of the different angles because I found this one to be rather fascinating. So I would lean towards the Jeff Wilson rushing yards only because we just haven't seen the pass catching go to Debo. And that's something I want to look at a little more, but I wanted to call that out because when I was first scrolling through, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. We're going to do this. And then you realize, wait, Debo scored every week for the last four or five weeks as a running back. Yikes. He's kind of more of a running back. You don't see that as much on red zone. You're just thinking, Oh, we got a lucky player. Oh, he's getting one of those, those, you know, get the ball in our best playmaker's hands. No, he's actually doing snaps as a running back. You know, I don't want, uh, uh, oh, why am I blanking on this? Ty Montgomery. No, thank you. I don't want that. But I, want I will take. But yeah. I will take Cordero Patterson. If I that's the kind of, if that's that. the kind of, then you know, you know my love for Cordero Patterson. Was that that was week one that I DM'd you? I was like, this guy would be a, a Hall of Famer if he was just a little bit more lucky. And he's constantly stepping out of bounds and everything. And I, I was obviously being a little bit facetious there because it was week one and we didn't know the monster season he was going to put up. But uh, happy to see the breakout year for Cordero. He's a talented guy. Uh, moving on, we'll hit the gas pedal a little bit on some of these. We've got DJ Moore on the board in the uh, receiving yards for a 47 and a half total. We've also got Devontae Parker sitting there at 52 and a half. Do you have a preference between those two picks and why? Yes. So Osmo has an approximately 70% success rate for both of these guys. And you can find this over there for free on Odd Chopper and looking and seeing what the projection is about what the target is. And then um, you, you can uh, infer that based upon the actual win rate. So with DJ Moore, he's going into Buffalo. You know, we know the Ralph in November and December, especially December, not the best place to play. Who knows exactly who's going to be his quarterback? I'm not sure. But remember, it wasn't, uh, it was what, about 10 weeks ago when on this very same show, we had Debo or we had uh, DJ Moore as one of our favorite picks for receptions, fantasy points, and yardage. And he got there. My, how things have changed. This is a, a, a very intriguing number at 47 and a half. Osmo has him for 79 and a half. That's a lot of wiggle room there. I like that one, but I do like the Devontae Parker one a little better. We're looking for 52 and a half yards. Basically, we need him to get three catches. We need him to get some sort of 30 yarder, which he's fully capable of, and then just a couple more and we're there. This is one of those rare ones where I do think pairing the uh, Tua Tagovailoa overpassing with the Devontae Parker makes sense. Now, we don't have to get cute with uh, making fancy plays or whatever on price picks. There are no points for us. You know, there's no going against the grain. None of that. It's you versus the question versus them. That's it. So you want to make the best play that you can, no matter what, you don't care what other people are doing and you don't get style points, but this is one where I think you could get some synergy here. And I would like to have those guys on the same card. Boy, if you're just going to keep anticipating my follow-up questions, I guess I can just move <laughs> us along to the next. We only step. have 25 minutes. So Aton <laughs> and I have this thing down. You're, you're, you're coming in, you're ready to be all cordial a nice little back and forth, some flow to it. No, it's fast. It's punctual. Yeah, it's, it's that's, it. that's it. So uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop trying to interject some thoughts or anything like that. Looking down the board toward the interceptions, we've got a few different players. They're all point fives. Do you have a favorite from amongst these? Because you've listed several on the uh, on the board here. We've got Mac Jones. We've got Tannehill. Matt Ryan. Dak Prescott. And Trevor Lowly Lawrence. 
what do we think? Who do we like the most to, to crack that uh, 0.5 uh, interceptions? All right. So for this one, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. While he is going against Houston, while they are a disaster, uh, while his own team is a disaster, we have him at a, basically a 0.93 uh, is his, his interception number. So that means he's somewhere between 80 and 90% uh, likely chance of getting an interception. So as Terry and I have talked about there, you know, when you take the interception rate of 2.6% or whatever somebody is, and then you apply that to however many attempts you're going to have for them. And then that's the likelihood of their chance of an interception throughout the whole course of a game. The nice thing is this is binary on, on price picks. It's either a yes or a no. So even if you tempt the temper this one down, this is at least probably a two out of three three out of four that you're going to get it, get the interception. Now I did some interceptions uh, the, the two shows ago, the last one I was on, none of the three guys I said uh, were going to get interceptions did. Why? Cause there's still a one in three chance that they're not going to throw an interception. That is Doesn't an outcome work. that is going to happen. But uh, this one I think is, is kind of nice. If we look at Tannehill, Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott, they're all right in that 65 to 70% range. And then Mac Jones, if you're playing uh, tonight, uh, for Saturday night football, he is at 65%. Um, that was, I, I just found that to be interesting. And amongst all of the different plays that they had out there tonight, that one was my favorite. Uh, Ramondo Stevens for uh, fantasy points was kind of interesting. And uh, Jacoby Myers for fantasy points was also interesting. The rest of their Saturday night number uh, lines and questions all looked pretty good. So there were, I wouldn't force that in today, but if you really want something to root for, those would be the three I'm looking for uh, in tonight. And then uh, finally wrapping it up. Uh, oh, I guess this is still on, on the same game. So uh, Carson Wentz and um, Mac Jones for fantasy points tonight. Jones is at 14. Wentz is at 14 and a half. Osimo has them for between 16 uh, and 16 and a half points. So if you really wanted to make a full card for tonight, those would be the, the, the ones along with Jacoby Meyer that I would look at uh, the overs on all of them. Both teams are coming out of a bye. They both obviously, so that means they've each had two weeks to go, but uh, uh, what's his name? Her Damian Harris is not playing for uh for the patriots which means and i went and looked just so you go look at brandon bolden you go look at uh at Ramondre stevenson their numbers on price picks have already been accounted for that so um if they're even still on the board there so th those were the ones that uh, i looked at and again i pulled this first thing this morning uh anticipating yeah. that earlier show and price picks is not static that's the last thing we want to hit on terry they do change their numbers they can go up or they can can go down so you want to look at things uh, early and especially if you're doing college football or stuff like that you can always get the edge with uh, Matt Kajeski and Ben Rossa etc etc yep. and as producer Chris points out from behind the virtual glass it does look like the Ramondre Stevenson Ramondre Stevenson one came off the board might go back up later on they might be adjusting something but the Jacoby Myers one was one that I really liked guy we talked about on the morning show as far as the showdown slate guy that you and I are definitely going to focus on later on on the evening showdown slate uh, but I grabbed the wild card. I promised you I'd throw a wild card at you that you weren't expecting here. And that comes from the fantasy point range as well. And it comes from my New York Giants and our stand tall quarterback, Mr. Mike Glennon. What do you think about 10 and a half fantasy points for Mr. Mike Glennon to round us off? So Mike, Mike Glennon has actually, he was on my short list for this and I just couldn't get there. So I've talked about him the, the two, two weeks uh, on this show and he didn't quite get there each week. I would still take the over on this yeah. one. He's still a remotely 
capable quarterback. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to get there. I had bet his yardage props, and I believe it was like 205 one week and like 193 the other week. And I think he missed on both of them. And he got close one week, but uh, uh, no dice. Yeah, Cause he got, or I say he got close. He was approaching it in the, in the first half and then petered out the rest. Of the game. And then fell so yeah. it's one of those where it could be disappointing, but I still would take the over on that one. Yep. I'm with you on that. I'd take it by a neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. 13.89 projection on uh, Osmo's board for uh, if we're doing it by FanDuel points. So yeah, I'm with you. I would take that one there. That brings us up to the end though. We're out of time on this one, guys. Stick around. A lot of stuff coming up. Five to six NBA deeper dive with Aton and Rinpak. Six to seven thirty Greg and Matt Lamarca taking you right up to lock for the NBA. And then the two of us, Emac will be hosting. I'll be in the analysis chair coming back. 7.35 to 8.15. That's a weird schedule for the NFL showdown slate later on. We'll catch you then.